Big Mike here with Hayes Entertainment. Today's episode, we got two absolute beauties from the queue in uh, Will Valuve and Jeremy Poirier, two top end NHL prospects for the 2020 draft. A couple of good Canadian kids. If you like what we're doing, you hit the subscribe button. Here we go. Woo! Yeah, hey guys, I'm uh, Will Vina from the San John Sea Dogs, and uh, it was pretty nice to be on the I Only Touch Greatness podcast. So thanks for having me, guys. Hey, uh, it's Jeremy Poirier here uh, from the St. John's Sea Dogs, number 54, and uh, thanks for the only, I Only Touch Greatness podcast for having me today. <laughs> Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. I only touch greatness podcast. Greatness Podcast with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. We are going live. Hey, hey guys. Hey, yourself? Hey, uh, Will and Jeremy, thank you guys so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. We're just uh, going to ask you a bunch of questions about hockey. Well, that's good. <laughs> Uh, what made you guys get into hockey in the first place? Yeah, I, mean, I started playing hockey really young. Just back back home in Quebec and Valley Field, so I feel like that's where ever since I've been on the game so much and keep playing on the game, having so much fun with it and bring me a competitive side, my personality and everything. What's your favorite jersey number, and do you guys have any nicknames? Yeah, my pretty common nickname is uh, JP. Pretty much everything. Pretty much everyone in the rank, like around the ring, and my friends were calling me JP. So, yeah, and for a uh, jersey number, I used to uh, wear 44 all the time, and it's pretty much my lucky number. But uh, last year, when, uh, like two years ago, my one of my good buddies passed away, and uh, I've been playing with him since I'm really young, and uh, his jersey number was 54 and ever since then like last year for the last season I changed to 54 just a bit an honor for him so like right now I'm sticking with 54 I think it's been pretty good last year for me with 54 and just good for him make me think about him every time I step on the ice so yeah just 54 is my number right now that's a great story man 
Um, for me, my nickname is Villy. Um, like JP said, uh, everybody's calling me to um, Villy around the rink or in life in general. Um, for my number, um, I started playing with 13 maybe four years ago. Um, I used to billet uh, one of the Sherbrooke Phoenix play when I was young, and uh, we still have a pretty good relationship. So um, I decided to take his number, and he's been an example for me since I'm pretty young. So, um, yeah, I'm playing with 13 since then. Who do you guys mirror your game after or try and play like? Yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty much like pretty offensive defenseman. So players like Thomas Shabbat played in St. John, played in Quebec Junior Hockey League from Quebec too. Like just think it's a good model for me. He's a pretty offensive defenseman too. So I just love to model my game after him and like try to pick some things that he used in his game to bring, bring into mind. And I just feel like it's good to have a good mentor for that and someone that you can relate to. So I feel like I, I think I'm, I have similar type of plays in my game that Thomas Shabbat, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that guy's a stud. Um, yeah, for me, good. I like to watch John Carlson play from Washington. Um, I think we're uh, pretty similar. Um, we're not flashy defensemen. I think we're trying to do a lot of good things in the ice. Um, I think he's bringing his offense uh, pretty much from his breakout with uh, giving the puck to his forwards and giving some time and space to them. So I think that's how – I uh, bring my offense too, so yeah, I like to watch him play. Hey, do you have a favorite uh, song for the game? Uh, um, that's a good question. Yeah, I love to hear. I love to listen to "Trap" by a little baby in St. John. I feel like it's a pretty good song. Gets me fired up, and yeah, I love it. Um, for me, I have one song that me and my dad. I used to uh, listen before going to my game was uh, something just like this from Coldplay. Um, that's a song that me and my dad really like, so that's my go-to song, I'll say. Do you have a favorite sports movie? I'm not a big movie guy. I watch more TV shows and stuff like this, so of course, sport movie, I don't really know, but... Okay, what about sports show or documentary series? or? Yeah, I love to watch like show like my favorite show is probably Suits. Okay. I don't know if you heard about. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Yeah, I just I wish I was. I just wish I was Harvey Specter every day. But yeah, it's that's a pretty good show. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen all six seasons of that. I, I it's even on to eight now, right? I think. Yeah, they're just keep going. It's on TV right now, so yeah, it's good. Pretty good. See, pretty good show. Um, a little bit like JP. I'm not a big movie guy, or big TV guy, but uh, there's one movie in. in uh, it's a French movie though. It calls um, Piri um, 3D. So, yeah, it's a French movie. Um, um, it's kind of the story of a young team going to the big uh, Quebec tournament, the Piri one. So, yeah, that's pretty nice movie. That's the one who's uh, coming in my mind right now. So, yeah. Will, what was the feeling of getting drafted uh, second overall in 2018 to the Sea Dogs and taking me back to that day? Um, obviously, it's a special day. Um, I didn't know what to expect coming uh, into the draft. So, it's been. Uh, it's been a, um, a nice surprise for me going second in St. John, especially. I think they have an uh, awesome organization. And um, I think that was a special job for us. And uh, drafting JP, um, um, Charlie Rose, Brady Byrne, Josh Owens. So in the same job, uh, we kind of the, the core since uh, since day one. So we have a pretty unique relationship. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty nice. And uh, Jeremy, same for you. What was it like going eighth overall in 2018? Yeah, I mean, draft day is always a special day for everybody. I feel 
that day I was just going there, like no no real expectation for sure. And I think that day was good for me because I was ranked I was ranked a lot higher than eighth overall. So I feel like that day proves me that like whatever happens in the draft or whatever happens in your season or career, like it doesn't really matter. You just need to prove them afterwards. And I I slide a little bit at the draft and end up going at eight, but I was so happy that with the Sea Dog that drafted me. Like Billy said, like just like with him second overall and after me all the, the good players we took. So like he said, we have the core and we have like a solid relationship. We're all like best friends out there. It's good for us, good for our team. So I was really happy to be drafted by Saint the Sea Dogs and get going in Saint John and uh, have the chance to play my first junior year. Yeah. Hey, do you guys got a pregame meal? Yeah, I mean in Saint John we, Saint John team love the chicken farm. I mean we're they're feeding us chicken farm a lot. Of, I mean I don't. I don't dislike it. It's pretty good. But if I had to choose my pregame meal, like if I'm at Bad Bailey for a home game and I need to choose my pregame meal, I just love to go with uh, chicken and rice. I feel like I don't eat a lot before games, so just like a bit of chicken, a bit of rice, some veggies, and a big glass of orange juice always since I'm young. So, yeah, it gets me going and ready to go for the game. Um, personally, I'm just like a normal spaghetti. Um, I think my Bill mom is always cooking uh, my pregame meal at the same time um, before every game. So um, um, personally, I'm not a big fan of chicken parts, so I'm trying to stay away from it. But uh, <laughs> like I said, uh, um, during home games, I like to uh, eat spaghetti before my games. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you had the Steelers hat on there earlier. You had to flip that back around. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Seahawks fan over here. <laughs> Oh, really? Oh, yeah. When we're done, we can talk some football. <laughs> uh, what was your guys' biggest jump to the queue? Uh, I feel the biggest jump going in the league was probably, like, the like the speed and the physicality of the players. Like, when you play back home, like, in Midget or in Bantam, like, you play with the same age group as you, and, like, the guys are not, like, really developed physically and everything. So, speed is not that fast. And, like, I've always been a big guy, like, heavy and tall. So, it's just pretty easy for me, like, back then. But joining junior, just guys, like, they're 19, 18, 20 years old that are pretty big, like, pretty much men's and everything. And for sure, that that's hard in the corners and for the net. All the battles are harder. So I feel like the physicality and the, the, the player's size are just a big adjustment you need to. Um, for sure, there's um, some on-night stuff that, yeah, there's a big jump, like JP said, speed and uh, physical game. But for me, a big jump was also like the um, aspect of uh, off the ice, you know, leaving, uh, leaving your parents, leaving home, um, pretty much uh, leaving um, all your friends from back home, changing school. You know, it's, uh, it's a big changement for a 16 years old uh, kid. I think that's something that um, the people can forget sometimes that we, we're still um, 16 years old and we, um, like I said, away from parents, family and uh, um, all those stuff. So I think, yeah, a big jump for me was uh, the uh, off ice aspect too. Do you have a, uh, any pregame rituals? Yeah, I'd say I'm a pretty superstitious guy, I guess. And, uh, yeah, before my game, I just always do the same little things. Like, I always start dressing, like, like late, really late, just so when I finish dressing up, like, I'm ready to go. I don't like to wear my gear in the room and wait. So I just start dressing, like, around, like, 10 minutes before a game. Took a sh I take a shower before that, just a quick shower, cold shower get me going after I put my gear on and so I work with a buzzer sound and I warm up starts I'm 
I just go right away and just – and two, I'm coming up, like, last of the room if I can. If no older player, like, that wants to go last, I love to go last and just get ready to go, do my end shake with Villy and then jump on the ice. Um, for myself, I don't have any superstition. I'll call that more like of a routine. Um, I like to do certain stuff at the at the, the exact same time and stuff like that. But if there's something that um, don't allow me to do uh, my routine, that don't really affect me. Um, like JP said, the only thing it's a rent check before going uh, before Walmart's that, um, yeah, I'll call that superstition. But uh, beside that, I don't have, I'm not a superstitious guy, so. Uh, you guys both represented your country uh, and wore the Maple Leaf proud. Uh, Willie, you at the U-17s, and Jeremy, you at the U-17s and at the U-18s where you got a silver medal. Describe the feeling. Yeah, for sure. At the U-17, it was really big, too. Like, it was the first time, like, first event you got to wear the Maple Leaf, go out there, represent your country. So, uh, our team did do really, really good in the tournament. So, I mean, that was not as good, but I feel I still enjoy it a lot and brings me so much for the rest of my first year in the queue and as a player and as a person. And, like, when I got the chance to go at the camp, U18 camp last summer and made it, I was just really happy. And uh, that experience was really, like, big for me, like, a lot more than U17. Just first time representing a country with one team. At the U17, like, there's three teams. And now only one team, like, having the chance to compete against all the players from the world that are best of your age group. It was pretty fun. And we actually did really good at the tournament, playing in the finals, just lost against Russia for U18 really good goalie so it was pretty good for me and uh i enjoyed that tournament a lot um yeah for sure it was uh, an honor playing in the week team canada um, last um two years ago sorry i think that's something you're dreaming um since your life representing country and watching world juniors and olympics uh since you're young uh, unfortunately i didn't uh, make the team last summer uh being cut after the camp so it's been a learning experience for me and I'm um, looking forward to be back in the program as soon as possible. Jeremy, you had a career year this year uh, as a D-man, putting up 20 goals, 33 assists, and 53 points. What did you change from the year prior? Uh, maybe the big thing I changed is uh, the year before, I was always looking for, like, some flashy pass or flashy deeks. And I think this year I was still doing that a little bit because it's part of my game for sure. But I, I think I put a lot more pucks on that. I shoot a lot of puck. I think I had the most shot in the CHL for defenseman or something like that. And just gives me the chance to score a lot of goals this year. So I feel like it's always good for me to put pucks on net. And it's never a bad idea to throw a puck at the net. You never know what's going to happen, picking up a goal oh, yeah. or assist. Oh, yeah. So I just feel like keep shooting some pucks and goals are going to get there. That's like him and Beerley. He just closes his eyes and shoots. You never know what happened though, when you shoot hey, the puck at the net. That's how I do my dating life too. <laughs> <laughs> And Will, uh, Will, you had a career year too, putting up nine goals, 49 assists for 58 points from the back end. Uh, what changes did you make in your game? Um, I think um, I battled mono last year. Uh, I think it's been pretty hard for me coming back from it. I wasn't uh, really happy with my game in the second half last year. So I think uh, uh, being cut from the U18 too, like uh, we talked about earlier, it's been uh, um, something that um, – I was looking forward to come back from, and uh, I think I had a good year. Um, me and JP had a pretty good chemistry on the ice. We a lot of, put a lot of offense on the ice. And um, like I said, it was a comeback season for me. I worked extremely all last summer, and I'm um, pretty happy about it. Yeah, and congrats to both of you. Uh, Jeremy, you most goals by D-man in the queue. That's a huge accomplishment. And uh, Willie, 
Willie, most assists as a D-man and most points as a D-man in the queue. Appreciate it. Pretty, pretty solid stats. Um, you guys have any go-to sellies? Uh, not really. I mean, I think when I score a nice goal, I just love to clap my own ends. Just, just give it a clap and, like, like I don't know. I love it and it gets me going. But I'm not a, like, big, big selly guy like Brady Burns on our team. He loves the selly. But I feel like, yeah, just a clap maybe when it's a nice goal. But instead of that, no big deal. Yeah, we had him on last week. He never told us he's a big Shelly guy. Yeah, we asked the same question. <laughs> you can probably do a movie about his his, 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 his Shelly's. <laughs> yeah, probably a 20 minutes highlight just on Shelly's. <laughs> I already um, made that video, I think. I don't, I don't have any Shelly's of them. <laughs> personally, I don't have um, any specific celebration. I think I'm a pretty emotional guy, so... I don't score a lot too, so um, when I score, I'm just going with uh, with the moment. Sometimes I'm pretty hyped, sometimes I'm just um, easy going. So it depends on the, how I feel, I guess. Yeah. What, what would be one word to describe you each? Um, I'll say um, passionate. Okay. Uh, for me, I'd say like funny and easy going. Just- I'm just not stressing life. That's three just... words. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's still going. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess. You guys have a stacked team and all young guys too. I mean, like yourselves and Brady Burns, Peter Reynolds, Josh Lawrence, Dawson Stairs, just to name a few. I mean, you guys are going to go somewhere next year. That's for sure. Yeah, we, hopefully we will. And I think right now we built something good in St. John first two year. We're, like a lot harder than we expect it was a big learning two years for us. But I think right now we're ready to go. We have the, the assets on our team. We have the good players. We have, the, we got everything in place to have success. So right now I just think it's time for us to step up our game, our team game and get some wins and get the port city going again. Um, I think, yeah, it's pretty much our time. I think the next two or three years are going to be our years. Um, like JP said, we had them. Um, uh, the last two years have been pretty rough on us, uh, especially young guys being 16 and uh, getting beat 8 uh, nothing and 10-2 or something like that. So um, at the end of the day, I think the next uh, two or three is going to be payback season for us. Um, we're going for many championships and nothing less. So, uh, yeah, like uh, it's pretty much uh, it's really exciting. What color is your stick tapes? Uh, I'd JP's. say last year, like, like pretty much every year before this year, I used to switch up every game. I had the mentality that like I couldn't play two games in a row with the same tape job, so I was just going off with the tape job, just switching it every time. Black, white, one strip of tape, three strip of tape, full sock or something like that. It's always changing. But this year, first uh, second weekend of the year, I think I, I went with uh, just a normal black tape job, and I think I had like a, a really good weekend. And I said, I'll just stick to that this year and see. And since then, since those two, like the first two games of the year, I kept on with black tape and just gets me, gets me playing good. And uh, I'll stick with black tape now. Yep. Um, for me, um, it's pretty, pretty much simple. A um, little bit of white tape on the top and um, half of my bed in black. So, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty basic. All right. What's it like uh, playing for Cowan uh, in Vancouver? We call him the Broadbarian. <laughs> 
uh, Jeff's a really nice guy. Like he, it was his first time, first experience as a head coach. So for sure it was an adjustment for him and for us, but I think he did a really, really good job. Get a lot of wins and like way more wins than we got before. So I think he's a really good coach and easy to talk to. He's like, he's one of the, he's still like pretty hard, but not that old school that you can knock at his door and he's always there to listen to you and be, be careful for his junior guys. Like he knows it's junior and not pros and he made the switch really good. And I think it was really good for him. He's a big team guy too. So that was good for us. A lot of skill, young guys have like a team coach to teach us a bit more about the team game and everything. So, yeah, I feel like right now he's back to a D coach and the assistant coach role, but I think it feels pretty good to still have him and uh, be back on the back and working with us for sure. Yeah, I think um, Kawi has been pretty much a mentor for uh, me, JP, and uh, Charlie, especially in the past two years. Um, when you don't know Kawi and you look at his uh, whole highlights, you're like, well, he's going to be pretty hard on us and stuff like that. But like JP said, pretty much uh, really easygoing. Um, his door is always open. Uh, me and JP were doing a lot of video um, together with Kawi, 45 minutes an hour, almost every Monday. So, uh, like I said, it's been uh, it's been a mentor. And uh, the fact that he um, he's been uh, he's been through everything we're going through, it's uh, it's a big thing. I think um, he understands us a lot, uh, the young junior players. So I think it's a big asset for him. And uh, yeah, he's going to be uh, back as an assistant coach next year. And I think uh, we're looking forward uh, to winning a lot of games with him. Story. You guys know the story, obviously, the Brawl Barian story? No. I have heard, no? heard about it, but not really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he scored a goal in uh, Vancouver, and uh, some nice lady from the stands decided to take her bra off and throw it on the ice. No. And, I uh, and then, uh, yeah, they ended up going to pick it up and throw it at the ref. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, wow. a, that's a good thing, actually. I didn't know that. Yeah, you'll see the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, what was it like playing the Kubota Top Prospects game? Yeah, I mean, that game is always a really good thing for you in the draft year. Having the chance to play against all those draft-eligible players that are going to go, like, really high in the draft. So, for me, just having the chance to go there and prove myself and prove, like, everybody that I, I can play with those guys and everything. And I think I did pretty good. I had a solid game. I was really proud of myself. And I think it's just carry on for the rest of the season. I feel like uh, that game shows like the people in the stands and just shows myself that what I can do. And uh, I love those events. I love pressure. So it was a pretty good event, pretty fun event too. If a scout or GM were to ask uh, what you guys brought to the table? Uh, I think uh, I'm a game changer. Like, even if I'm not having a best, my best game or I'm not playing my best, I can still change a game just doing one play or one shot. So I feel like it's a good asset to you to have, and I'm I'm pretty passionate too. Like sometimes I do mistake for sure. Like I'm a pretty offensive guy, so I can do turnovers and stuff like this. But uh, I'm passionate and I want to win. So sometimes I'll do whatever it takes to win. It's maybe it's gonna be too much and like cost us a goal, but you know I'll be back at it the next day and still try to win. So I feel like I'm pretty passionate and a game changer. Um, for me, I think um, I'm a 200 foot defenseman. Um, trying to do a lot of good things in the ice, so I'm being good in a tree zone. Um, I think I'm a winner. I've been winning since my whole life. Um, I understand the process of winning here in St. John, and um, we're about to, like I said a lot, uh, win many championships. So, yeah, I think uh, 200 foot defense, man, is uh, going to win some championship. How are you both preparing for the draft? 
Yeah, right now it's a pretty tough situation, though, for sure, for everybody. Like, we don't know much what's going on. There's some dates that was released last week, like October something, like at the beginning of the month, ninth or 10th, but we don't really know what to expect. Like, everything can change still. We don't know what's going on with the virus. Like, we don't know when it's going to pop up or something. So right now it's just doing Zooms interview with teams and stuff and maybe just wait to get more information and wait to see when our season's going to start and when the draft's going to go. So right now I just think off-ice training a lot, couple maybe one time or twice in the, on the ice for summer, just keep the legs going, keep the feel of the puck. But a lot of work off the ice and getting ready for the draft, but especially for next season too. Yeah, definitely. Are you guys finding time to skate? Sorry, William, go ahead. I'm just trying to don't um, let the virus distract um, my preparation. I think um, right now it's pretty very easy to find excuses and the gyms are not all open. Uh, it's tough to have ice time and stuff like that. But uh, for me, just trying to um, stay focused on uh, what I want to improve, what I want to work on. Um, I'm able to go at the gym um, four times a week and try, I'm able to go on the ice three times a week. So, I don't have any excuse trying to follow a diet plan to gain some weights and stuff like that. So uh, preparation is not uh, really affecting right now. So it's pretty, it's a good thing. Have you guys talked to many teams? Yeah, I feel like I kind of talked to a lot of teams. I think that's good for me. And uh, yeah, right now I'm just like I said, I'm just waiting and see. I'm just taking the calls when they call me or answering their emails and their questionnaire. So right, like I said, I'm not doing much right now. So it's pretty much the only thing I have to do go to gym, go on the ice, and take those calls. So I'm always ready when the team call. And, uh, yeah, things are going well right now, I think. And, yeah, just keep going that way. Um, exactly. Um, couples interviews on Zoom and stuff like that. And um, it's such a stressful process, uh, obviously. But I think it's a fun one, too. Um, but um, I think uh, me and JP can wait for the draft. Like I said, it's a stressful process. So I think uh, – um, we can't wait to uh, have this thing uh, behind us and focus on the next season. Have you guys had any uh, tough or strange questions yet? Uh, not really. Like, I heard about a lot of guys getting some weird question and like just hard question, but no, I feel like uh, it was not that bad and not uh, that awful at all. And all the questions were pretty much easy and uh, not too many tricky questions, but yeah. Never know what to expect. Maybe in person it's more easy to ask those questions or something. But mm-hmm. right now, as my interview goes on Zoom and everything, I didn't have some tricky question yet. Um, same thing on my side. I think the team are trying to uh, make us uh, comfortable. I think uh, they know that it's uh, intimidating to uh, meet um, seven, eight people from a team. So I think they're trying to make us uh, make us um, feel good in the interview so no no tricky question so is that what happens here you guys are on you guys go on a zoom with 70 people say from a team like the canucks or bruins or yeah no i mean yeah like it's pretty much the same thing like they said they sent us a zoom invite on her email or just on her phone number and then from there we joined the call it's like depends some teams only have like uh the head scout and the gm and, like, other team have, like, the string coach, the head coach, the GM, the scout, the physio, the psychological girl. Like, they have everything and everyone. It just depends on the team. And I think, yeah, when you have, all, like, only one or two or three guys on the call, it's not that bad. It's just easy going. But when you have, like, let's say, like, seven to eight faces looking at you in the camera, mm-hmm. it's, more, it's a little bit more stressful. And, yeah, just go through the process. It's the same for every prospect, though. So we just go through the process and 
see what's going to happen. Absolutely. We're both uh, massive Sea Dogs fans now, especially. Uh, we can't wait to see you guys go far in hockey. And uh, we know you're both going far, and that's why we wanted you on our podcast. 